What is up, fellow kids? Howdy ho, everybody. Um, happy beach break. Yeah, it was a very, very fun show. In my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I would have liked other things to have happened, but I will take what I got. Yeah, uh, we all, I think everyone, including that entire stadium, expected an appearance from Johnny Gargano. Um, we'll just get this out of the way immediately. Uh, he didn't show up, um, but he, he had some words to say on Twitter about that. Uh, he said, and I quote, uh, I heard you. And you have no idea how much it means to me that you're excited to see me back at it. It's scary to step away because your insecurities say they'll forget about you, but you haven't forgotten, and I promise that I will make it up to you ASAP. So, obviously, he's taking a break to focus on being a husband and soon a father. So... Ew! Who wants that? I think Johnny does. Ah, whatever. Just kidding. He really took a break to celebrate his dog's birthday. Understandable. There we go. Yeah. Um, in other news, it's not the right one, but my one earring has it's come the in. Left one. Actually, yeah, no, it is the left one. Yeah, that's. But it has come in. Uh huh. <laughs> it looks nice. It I'm getting another one though. I'm getting a bigger one, slightly bigger. It's five, five millimeters bigger oh so not quite the matt jackson no. well no i don't know his was his was long his was but I've, I've looked high and low and this is the only other one i could find that looked anything like it right watch i've somehow just i've just gotten like a reseller to sell me one Probably. of the same one that i already have <laughs> fine then i'll have two um so and i've also got my little matt jackson bun so very nice um well it, like we already said, it was a very fun show, uh, packed with packed to the brim with a lot of people. The only downside of the show, honestly, was the crowd's reaction to the women's match. They were not into that at all. Yeah, I, I saw a tweet well. that was like, "The crowd's not behind it. You got to put them more on TV so that people can get invested." And that's absolutely right. This feud was hardly broadcasted. Yeah. On like on like television, television. Yeah, they need to. Oh, everyone's been saying this. They got to have the women division, women's division, more on TV. Yes. Which we all knew. I don't think. I mean, I'm sure more people saying it might help, but like, I don't think it's going to like. I don't know. Right. I mean, it's been to the point where they have front row signs with it. Yeah. Also, um, I just want to quickly say, it is so hot in this room right now, I think I'm going to fucking explode. Is it? Are you sweltering? I'm fine. Oh my god, I'm like, I'm losing my shit. It's like a fucking sauna I'm in like, here. I'm warm, but uh, I'm not uncomfortable. Like, it seems like you are. I think it's just because I, I think it's just because I haven't been this warm in a while. That I'm like, this is fucking unbearable. Right, right. But 
like the back of my neck. You know how like in the summer, this is something only Mark would know, but like how in well actually anybody with long hair and dark mm-hmm. hair especially would know. Like in the back of this like in my in the back of my head in the summer, it gets super hot. Because mm-hmm. all the heat getting like absorbed and like trapped mm-hmm. under thick ass hair. That's what it's like right now. It's mm-hmm. like super fucking <laughs> my neck is so hot right now. You need to like go get like a little ice pack. Um, <laughs> you gotta wear it up all the way. No, then it ruins my Matt Jackson bun. <laughs> um, let's, let's. I do like that I could go more Matt Jackson and get my hair all dark mm-hmm. again, but I'm going to end up bleaching it. Right. Um. So just to give a little nutshell of today's dynamite beach break. We start off the show with the TNT title uh, ladder match, and I think that's because that's probably the least story-rich thing that happened on the show. Um, Everything else was kind of chock-full of story, and um, they wanted to have that stuff, you know, later on in the show. But, um, yeah, this was a hell of a match. This was so fantastic. Like, there's, I have not seen most of those ladder spots ever. Yeah, um, there were a lot of moments where I was like, oh, I don't really want to watch a man die tonight, but I guess I will. Yeah. Um, we also had a challenge set up for next week, which is Jay Lethal against Ricky Starks for the FTW title and Dante versus, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. Um... Wardlow killed some jobbers. Uh, Inner Circle versus 2.0 Daniel Garcia happened. Um, Lance Archer announced that his match against Adam Page in two weeks will be a Texas death match. And we'll talk more about that later. Um, CM Punk and MJF had a hell of a promo. That was fucking great. Um, uh, you didn't like it? I thought it could have been 10 years le- uh, shorter. Yeah, but I mean, I the fact that this happened and there was no like surprise built up to like this was just straight up a great promo. I respect that so much. Um Julia Hart was announced to be Jade Cargill's next challenger for the TBS belt that's happening um on Rampage. We have Layla Hirsch versus Red Velvet. Um, Britt Baker had a thing in the ring. Um, Nyla Rose wants to face Ruby Soho, and then we had the lights out match between Adam Cole and Orange Cassidy, where Danhausen debuted when uh, Adam Cole pulled out a chair into the ring, and there was a wild Danhausen attached. Um, yeah, that was fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Austin Gunn tweeted, he followed me all the way here. <laughs> or, uh, oh no, Brody King t- uh, tweeted that he followed him here. Uh, Austin, Austin Gunn said, he's here, this is the worst day of my life. Did you see what Warhorse tweeted at Brody King? No. Warhorse tweeted, well, I guess you should have shut the forbidden door. Were you raised in a forbidden barn? <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, but yeah, the Adam Cole-Orange Cassidy match was a hell of a match. So much fun. Um, not the best Lights Out match that we've gotten, but still, not the worst. 
I, I like this one a lot better than the um, Mox, Suzuki, Eddie, Lance one. That one was like, that feud was poorly done, in my opinion. I also think seeing it live made it worse. It was it was a lot harder, I think. I'm sure, like, if we watched on TV, it probably would have been yeah. better. Um, but yeah. But... So that's our little nutshell. Um, do you want to get into the news? No. So I guess we just sit here. I don't know what you're when you're going so slow for. I don't know. I just felt like killing time. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So you want to talk about some news, huh? Sure. You want to talk about the news. All right, let's talk about the news. Um, okay. If I can open it up. If I can open up the news, I'll talk about the news. Okay, so let's talk about, I guess, some... Let's talk about WWE news. What's that time? Yeah. No, actually, let's talk about Ring of Honor news. Um... Okay. Ring of Honor has announced that they're going to have a Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. Um, they turned 20 years old this year. Um, apparently, um, they announced this on the 26th, which is that today? Yeah, yeah that's today. They announced it today. Um, and basically, they're going. So, what they're going to do is the inaugural class is going to be revealed Monday, um, this next week. Um, or the first inductee, sorry, the first inductee. <laughs> first inductee will be announced Monday. Um, subsequent inductees will be announced on February 7th, February 14th, and February 21st. February 7th, most notably, the date that NJPW comes back. And I stop going insane. Um, That's, is it? Is and it then, the Room 2 Golden Series, or is that just Golden Series straight up? Honestly, if it's just got the NJPW lion on the front of it, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Wait, what? what's the date you said? February 7th. Okay, then it's not Golden Series. Golden Series is like the 20th or something. It's around... Has this been Road 2 the yeah. whole time? That's That's why there's been like repeat matches and multi-man tags and shit i i love new japan i do truly i do but okay you know what? i would watch every single episode regardless at this point it doesn't matter not the point um the point is uh each episode of ring of honor wrestling in february will be devoted to a hall of fame inductee um, and there will be weekly youtube specials on the inductees Samoa joe should be one of those inductees you would think maybe Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson, CM Punk, obviously. Um, I've also got some WWE news. Whenever you want me to talk well, about we'll that. Oh, we'll get there, won't we? Okay. Um. All right, let's move on to WWE news. I got a lot of it. No wait. Fuck. Sorry. Leon Ruff was announced for Terminus. That is my other piece of non-WWE. Good for him. Yeah. Awesome. Um. Will I ever get over Leon Ruff versus Leo Rush? Maybe not, but... And they'll both be at that show. 
that's the problem. It's like, it's not that they like, it's not that like I get confused because I'm like, oh, they look the same. They don't. Their their names are just the yeah. same. Yeah. It's a Lee and a Ruh. And that's all my brain mm. hears half the time. Yeah. Um. So he'll be at the next Terminus event. Which, if you do not remember, is February 24th in Atlanta, Georgia. Probably the same place. Jonathan Gresham versus Santana. Yeah. Remember when he came out? That was, that was wild. Crazy. Um, okay, let's start about WWE. Um, let's start with NXT, I guess. Just so I can break this up, because I do have a lot of WWE news. Um, Vengeance Day was announced last night. If you did not watch NXT, I don't blame you. Um, it will take place on February 15th, 2022, obviously. Don't know why I had to include that year. They're not doing it this year. February 15th. Um, that's not... Okay, that's a day after Valentine's Tuesday. Day. It's a, yes, well, it's a Tuesday. Um, we just have Raw on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh. Happy Valentine's Day. I guarantee Day. you, I'm willing to put down a bet. That they will have at least one match that is fighting over being the Valentine of somebody. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, no doubt at all. Mm -hmm. I don't know who it'll be. Maybe like uh, maybe um, Carmella. Yeah, is that when Corey Graves returns? <laughs> No, Corey is probably coming back at the Rumble, let's be honest. Um, I was thinking at Vengeance Day, maybe, we'll have something like that. Because that's what NXT has been all about yeah, lately. Yeah, they do like the falling in love stuff, but I, I see them steering more on track. Maybe, I don't know. Because it, it seems like the only love... What? It seems like the only love story they have right now is Briggs and Jensen and Casey and Kaden. And nobody's really fighting over Casey what? and Kaden. Literally last night we had Persia Perota hitting on Duke Hudson, and then Adrian Sanofe and Malik oh, Blade hitting on the girls from Toxic Attraction. I, that. I mean, I understand you forgetting about that because why would you remember it? But still, um, yeah, we are far from free. Yeah. Um. Anyways, NXT to be good again. <laughs> I desperately want it, and that that Solo Sokoa Boa match. That gave me a hope. That gave me so much hope. And MSK and Jack of Time, so much hope. There's like, there's fragments. There's a little bit of fragments sprinkled in there. Yeah, don't get used to it. Um, apparently, we are looking at the beginning of LA Knight going up to the main roster. Um, because he encountered Ro Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler backstage and apparently started some shit with them um was that on raw so i guess that's it was i, I don't think so i think it's like a ww exclusive uh, like a video okay. package like a video that they just like yeah. got um but yeah so you know what good for him he seems somebody who's a perfect fit for the main roster he's got great mic skills for the for the main roster and i feel like he'll fit in just fine yeah um also there is speculation that 
Roderick Strong is on his way out of WWE. Um, probably not by choice because he just signed a new contract, but probably by the WWE's choice. Um, because he had like a match on Dark where he was squashed. There's absolutely nothing going on for him right now besides Walter, which doesn't really. There's not a ton going on there. Well, I mean, he did call him out again. I don't know if the loss you can read into so much because that's what they did with Carrion, where they gave him losses to Jeff Hardy to see how he deals with losses because he was so dominant on the on NXT. They wanted to see how he does um, taking a loss on the main roster. So they might be doing that with Roddy as well. Um, but who knows? I, I don't see Roddy as uh, so much of a great fit on the main roster anyway. Yeah. Um, people have said, oh, he just signed a contract. And it's like, well, uh, that doesn't count for shit, unfortunately. Um, but I, I also can't blame him. I mean, there was an interview that just came out with Kyle O'Reilly where he was like, once I saw Bobby and Adam debut on AEW, I kind of wanted to be over there. <laughs> So I cannot imagine that Roderick Strong, who is good friends with these men, doesn't miss them in some capacity. At least working with them. Yeah. I'm sure like, yeah. they see each other. But... Anyways, um, let's do some like main roster news, I guess. Um, Brian Kendrick, sort of main roster, not really, but Brian Kendrick um, requested his release. Hopefully, Will he get it? Hopefully he gets it. I I have a feeling we won't be seeing like Brian Kendrick. I I think he requested it like a while ago, like weeks ago, if not months. No. Nope. Oh wait. He has apparently been waiting for his release for six weeks. Yeah. Um. I. Which. Hmm. Has it been six weeks since he was pushed down the stairs by Harland? I have no idea. I don't think it was that many. Um, but I don't see any of these uh, releases. I don't, I don't see like Mustafa or Brian Kendrick being released until um, after uh, their, their earnings statement, their earnings uh, announcement, so that they can claim budget cuts for these releases. Um, that's not going to be until March, though. That was February. No, because it's quarterly earnings, mm. and the quarter doesn't end until March. Jesus. Um, <clears throat> one, two, three, four, five. Yep, six weeks ago was when he was pushed down the stairs. Apparently. Okay. Okay. Maybe that's why he wasn't he didn't have a match because he requested. Yup. Who boy. Damn. Anyways, not the point. Well it is the point, but so. Um, so that puts him up with Mustafa Ali, just waiting. Yeah. Crying. Yeah. Um also, there is a big push apparently for Ronda to Ronda Rousey to return at Royal Rumble. I can see that happening. 
Yeah, I could too. I don't want it, but I could and, see it. And uh, now um, that Charlotte Flair's declared herself for the Rumble, she could. And, and she said if she wins, she picks her her challenger for Mania. She could win and pick Ronda. But I don't see... It's tough. I, I don't see anyone eliminating Charlotte. But I also don't see anyone eliminating Ronda. But you never know with the Rumble. Anything can happen. True. Um, there are also rumors for a bunch of NXT talent to be scheduled. Um, apparently, according to Dave Meltzer, it's more than likely that we'll see Raquel. It's more than likely that we'll see Braun Breaker. It's more than likely that we'll see Walter. Um, Sean? But also, there is... Keep going, keep going. There is a rumor, and I don't know how good this rumor is, but there is apparently a little, 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 little rumor via Fightful Select that Kyrie Sane is being pitched as an entrant. Didn't she leave WWE and from or Fightful. something? Yeah, but so did Mickey. Yeah. Could see Braun coming back, bless you. Braun, Braun would definitely be one of those people that I expect they would try and pull for, from releases. Braun Breaker, not Braun Strowman. No, I, I'm talking about Braun Strowman. Like, I, I could see him being somebody that they pull in addition to that list. Um, but uh, apparently... Sh I doubt it. Apparently Sean Ross Sapp uh, said that some of the proposed names for surprise entrance are very out of the blue. And so it, it, it's proposed entrance. So they might not be happening. He didn't list off any names specifically, but... Um, also, for the NXT talent, a lot of the names that are being pulled from there, um, it's rumored are... Um, uh, just going to be used for fill-ins in case somebody's sick. Right. They've done that. They've had to use people like that in the past before. Yeah, we saw that I actually. Think Ricochet was put in once as a fill-in, maybe last year. Maybe. Um. All right. What else do we have? Uh, there is some changes to the WWE WrestleMania week in general. Um. Stan in the liver is going to be, you told me, the day of WrestleMania night one. It's going to be from noon to 3 p.m. Uh, as of right now, it could change, but that is fucking insane. But although, it's not the worst thing. Like, yeah, it sucks to to think of NXT as just like a marquee. Or not a marquee. Uh, 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 what do you call like a, a matinee? For for yeah. WrestleMania, but at the same time, that that makes sat that Saturday into like a whole event. Yeah, and I'm sure that's what yeah. they're doing. I I'm excited for that because I I love doing stuff like that. It'll make it feel like like a Super Bowl Sunday or something. Um, but yeah, it does suck for the value of NXT. Yeah, and um, apparently. Um, another change for that week is going to be the Hall of Fame ceremony is now going to be on 
Friday, April 1st, after SmackDown, which doesn't feel intelligent? You could look at it a few ways, like trying to avoid the big WrestleMania crowd for these legends because of COVID, um, or they're trying to fit more into WrestleMania, and you know they they move the Andre the Giant Battle Royal to uh, SmackDown um, last year, so they might. I think they're just experimenting with shifting around the schedule. I don't think this is a necessarily bad change, but... Yeah. Yes, I know. Um, but that's all I've got tonight. Uh, you said you had a piece of Yeah, stuff. I've got a couple. Um, one of which is... Oh. I'm going to fly through these, or try to. Uh, Roman Reigns uh, said that he's still feeling the effects of COVID-19. Um, he said, quote... I've noticed in the past couple of weeks that when I really blow myself up on the bike or running or whatever I'm doing, I can feel that tightness and a little bit of wheezing. Um, so he's still feeling bad from when he got sick. Um, and, and that just shows, be careful out there, everyone. Um, I, I didn't think that Roman like actually got sick because we didn't hear anything, but it seems like he actually like had symptoms. Yeah, um, I mean, they may have also downplayed it. Most, yeah, most definitely. Um, but hopefully he does manage to recover over time, um, because that does suck. I, I, I know some people personally who still had some long-term effects after COVID, so be careful, everyone. Uh, and my, my last piece of news is Frankie Kazarian signed a new contract with AEW. So okay. hopefully we'll get some well now that Christopher Daniels is like back on AEW, we might have SCU reunite, hopefully. Um Fingers crossed on that I one. I hope we do. I, I it seems like at least on BT BTE, they're having um Christopher Daniels be like an authority figure. Like a like, you know, um one of the bosses. Maybe Kaz will be the same thing. And they have kind of an authority faction. Maybe. That would be cool, actually. I would really like that. Give, uh, give Tony Khan some enforcers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He's going to need it after what happened tonight. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Do you want to get into the episode? Yeah, why not? Um... Oh my god, what happened? What was that? Uh, I just kind of like pizza twirled this accidentally. Okay. okay. Uh, so let's jump right into the episode. We started off tonight's Dynamite Beach Break with Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara. Ladder match for the Undisputed TNT Championship. Hey, I gotta say it. I hate to say it too. Fucking love this match. This, this was, was a good so match. Great. This is a no right being so good. I didn't want either of them to win, mm -hmm. but it was a good match. Yeah. Um. I, I wish I wish so, Cody won personally. I have to change the graphic now. Um. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know who I wanted to win this, honestly. I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I really didn't go into it with any, like, preconceived notions either, weirdly enough. If, if this leads to Cody changing his contract or announcing his contract change so that he can go for the world title, then it'll be worth it. So we saw heel Cody today. We saw it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We do have a little story mm. progression. Oh my god. <laughs> I have something in my eye and I'm like trying to play it off, but it's not working. Alright. I'm like falling apart. Like my ear hurts. My eye is hurting. I'm not here. Let's roll up the sleeves and get to work, eh? Um, alright, so Guevara and Cody were pretty evenly paired for this match, especially in the beginning. Cody goes for the Tiger Driver pretty early on. Can't get it. Sammy goes for a ladder. Cody knocks him in the jaw. There's a pump kick to Cody as Cody sets up a ladder ringside, which he then tells a fan, don't fucking touch this. Or rather, he says, don't touch this. And then says, I'm looking at you. And I was like, they should touch it. <laughs> he specifically said, don't push it. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we get a ladder to the face of Cody. Cody pulls Sammy off of a ladder as he goes up top. Um, Cody is then sent face first into a ladder. Sammy then goes up again. Cody picks Sammy up on his shoulders, like, you know, in the electric chair position. And then Cody Rhodes suplexes Sammy Guevara off the top of the ladder. Or I guess you could say superplex. We'll say superplex for this. Um, then we go to commercial. When we come back, a ladder is upside down. I know that they do picture in picture. I don't pay attention during picture in picture. Um, because I don't want to see any ads. Yeah. Um, if I can tune those out, I'm fine. Um, but when we come back, the, there's a ladder upside down. Cody drops Sammy right onto that ladder, like the in between area the joints. Yeah. Um, then there's a sharpshooter through the ladder to Sammy and a clothesline to Cody. Cody ends up like throwing a ladder at Sammy's head. Uh, then there's a cutter off the top of um, the ladder. So from Sammy to so, Cody. Yeah. Sammy, uh, Cody's up on the tall ladder. And Sammy gets the, the ladder that was thrown at him up. He climbs it while Cody's up there. Jumps off the small ladder onto the big ladder to give a cutter to Cody. That was fucking insane. I guarantee you we won't, we, we will never not see that anymore. <laughs> in, in video packages and and uh promos for sammy that is insane that was i like that was one of those moments where i was like i really don't want to see a guy i really don't want to see it um then cody hits a crossroads to sammy or no cody cody hits a crossroads to sammy off the ladder then we, we go back up top the guys are going for the belt and then they're just dangling there. Like, they come off the ladder. They're just dangling there. Paul Turner pulls the ladder away, which, like, JR gives, like, a fucking explanation where he's like, yeah, it makes sense because, like, they would have fallen on the ladder. He, like, he yeah, said, sure, but also at the same time. He said if they fell on the ladder, they would have scraped their, their body and skin on it. 
Which is totally fair, but at the same time, watching Paul Turner do that, I was like, you're just being a sneaky little fuck. He's like, yes, fall. You know what? Me too, Paul. Paul said, I don't want anyone to win. And he was right. Um, then Fuego comes out. Cody hits him with the Tiger Driver, tries to hit Sammy with the same thing, but Sammy hits him back with a, with a back body drop. Um, then ringside, we get a uh, GTH2 Cody. And like a senton off the top of a massive ladder onto Cody, who's laying up on that ladder that he told somebody not to touch earlier. Um, he's he's he sentons onto that, but the ladder doesn't fucking move. The ladder does not collapse. The ladder does not bend. The ladder does not buckle. The ladder just sits there. Sammy bounces off Cody's body, and we we know Sammy's okay because he came out for the cue card shit, but. That was yeah. that was insane. Ton of insane spots in this. We just glossed over that that crossroads off the ladder too. That was insane. Yeah, that was a lot. Um, eventually, Sammy hits Cody with the TNT belts that are up on the massive clothing hanger. It's the only way I can describe and there's it. There's nothing stronger um, than a wrestling title belt and sammy does that he wins yaddy yaddy yeah yeah uh, i'm a little yaddy, disappointed yeah. that sammy won because he's been a very boring tnt champ cody at least was a bit more exciting um but hopefully now that we saw cody do some heel stuff that he'll go even further he got some massive heat or uh, uh, attacking Fuego, giving a pile driver. Yeah. Well, apparently, people are. There's rumors that people are fucking sick of him backstage, which I think is absolutely hilarious because they're catching up to how we feel, <laughs> or how I feel. I don't know if you can, if we can say the same for you. I'm not sick of Cody at all. Love him. I know you're not. Wrestler. That's the problem. <laughs> Cody's the best. He manages to take uh take such great wrestlers and make them all look inferior to him. <laughs> Malachi, Andrade. <laughs> Does such a good job at it. Um <laughs> so we then had an interview with Team Taz. Uh, it's it's Hobbs and Ricky out on this cold beach, and Tony's there shivering. Uh, Hobbs says, man up. Every dog has its lucky night. Dante, that win over me was just luck one more time. What was that? The fuck was that? Did you not hear that? I, I heard a little something. What? What? It sounded like fucking thunder, except it sounded like it was coming from the next door neighbors. I fucking. Anyway, um, so then Ricky Stark says, I'd like to give a shout out for Jay Lethal. I'm still putting in work. I didn't I didn't forget about that challenge. Uh, next week will be me and you for the FTW title in Chicago. So then we get Wardlow in action because there's two things inevitable in life, and that is. Wardlow in action, and Veer is coming. 
So we got Wardlow versus Elijah Dean and James Alexander, two-on-one handicap. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I did not uh, watch this match. Um, mostly because I, yeah, I didn't feel like I had to. Um, it was it was just power bombs. That's all it was. Um, which is fine. Wardlow looked fantastic doing it. But it was just power bombs. Yeah. Um... And he wins. Naturally. <laughs> Miriam said, Veer is coming, Wardlow in action, and don't forget CM Punk speaks. <laughs> yeah. How could we forget? Um, so right after, or, uh, with the match, didn't something happen afterwards? Something happened with Sean? Sean Spears came out. He, he wanted to do more to them, like wanted to hit him with chairs, but Wardlow's like, no, let's just go. Something like that. Yeah, I think something like that. Or at least in the beginning, Sean wanted to run in immediately and hit them with chairs, but Wardlow just said he'll do it himself. Um, I got, I, I love Wardlow, but I want Spears to stick with him. I just want to see more of Sean Spears. Yeah. I want to see Sean Spears get away from MJF. He should be his own guy because Spears is so good. He's so damn good. Um, all right, so then right after that, we get the Inner Circle versus 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. Yeah, um, and this was just basically a match so that we could see Inner Circle dissolving, which, uh, oh, hmm, like Sean Spears after he hits people with chairs. Yeah. Makes me feel it's good. A shame, it's a shame that this is happening and while, like, the pinnacle's also kind of deteriorating. Um. Because I, I want more time of the pinnacle without the inner circle around. We're moving away from factions, no, we're baby. Not. We're moving towards tag No, because teams. The, the, the HFO just expanded. Okay, and soon right. the best friends... We're moving to different factions, the best baby. best friends are going to be expanding too soon. Yeah, and I guess technically the Elite or Super Click expanded. Well, uh, the Elite's going to be breaking up. Or Super Elite. It's gonna be breaking up. Well, right now it's a conglomerate, if you will. Yeah. Um, okay, so Ortiz tags himself in off of Jericho. There's some news to Ortiz, but Ortiz gets the clothesline, Santana gets in, hits a flapjack to Garcia, or like they both hit a they both pick up one leg of Garcia and then flapjack him. Um and then they hit stereo drop kicks. Jericho ends up tagging in, but Ortiz then tags in. It's mayhem because nobody can agree and nobody likes each other anymore, and it's so good. Um, then 2.0 takes out Santana, takes out Jericho. Um, but a drop toe hold to Ortiz from Lee, and then a, or we get a drop toe hold to Ortiz from Matt Lee, and a senton from Jeff Parker onto his back. Santana goes to break the pin because he's a good fucking friend. Ortiz hits a back by drop to Garcia after Lee takes Santana off the apron again. Um, Jericho wants him, but Ortiz ends up tagging Santana, and once he gets back up on the apron, um, Santana hits a fireman's carry into like a flapjack of sorts to Garcia. Um, Ortiz then assists a double cutter on to 2.0 from Santana. Um, and then there's a powerbomb discus lariat combination to 2.0 from Santana, um, assisted again by Ortiz. And then Jericho ends up yanking Jeff Parker out of the ring as they go to attack Santana, uh, hits the Judas effect to Matt Lee, for Santana to get the pile driver on Matt Lee to win the match. And then Jericho goes on this like fucking like 
inaudible rant as his music plays, even though Proud and Powerful technically won the match. Um, goes on this rant about like, oh, is this how you want to do it? Like, is this what you want to do? And I was like, yeah, yeah. But it's good to see that uh, we're we're getting evolution in this inner circle storyline. I don't know. Oh wait, I was yeah. wondering why we didn't get Eddie Kingston today, but he's injured. I keep forgetting. Oh yeah, I do. Too. Um. Also, I'm just seeing a tweet right now from three hours ago. From Jay White. I don't want to talk about him. He did the a little like sand sand dial. What, what do what do you call those? Uh, hour hourglass. An hourglass. <laughs> what do you call it, an hourglass? An hourglass emoji. Said hashtag impact and access TV. And hashtag AEW Dynamite. I think he's teasing a little, little debut at Dynamite. I got a slap. Bullet Club Invasion. After me. I hate that guy. Maybe after him and GOD are done with Impact. He's useless. Dynamite. We get a little more Impact AEW crossover. New Japan crossover. I'll show you an Impact. That. I'll show you a crossover. Jay White debuts at Royal Rumble. <laughs> no. Whoa! Took me out of it. No, he debuts at the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. <laughs> yup. Imagine that starts and it's just Jay White in the middle of the fucking ring and you're like it's Jay White in the ring with like Drew Gulak, Viking Raiders, Shelton and Cedric. They would do that to Jay White, honestly. Yeah, he's a, he's a they big would. buff dude. He's skinny jacked. He's like Roddy. Oh god. Um also, Miriam said, your face at the mention of Jay is priceless and that we should let you fight Jay and take over Bullet Club. I would love to see your, I'd love to see your version of Bullet Club shirt. Like, Pete's Club. <laughs> Pepita Club! Those, like, little whiskers. <laughs> oh my god! Wait. Wait. <laughs> I need a friend who knows how to make Bullet Club shirts. I could Photoshop something, probably. I could make that new emoji. Or emote, whatever. <gasps> a PETA Club? It might not be the right uh, size, but try. Jay White's going early for um man that I want to fight the most in 2022. Okay. Alright, keep that in mind. Okay. Um, so Noted. after that match, we had... Uh, uh, video package between Lance Archer and Adam Page, and Lance Archer said that he wants a Texas death match in two weeks um, against Adam Page for the world title. And Adam Page is told that by the the interviewer, and he's like, "A what?" <laughs> and that was priceless. Need I remind you? Need I remind you all that Lance Archer beat John Moxley in a Texas death match? So, mm. um, and that match is also happening in New Jersey. Is is that the Atlantic City show, or is that Newark? It's Atlantic City. 
think tickets are still on sale. The show. <laughs> oh god. That was when that was when Lance um won the IWGP US title, right? And then yeah. Tanahashi disappointingly won it off of Lance. Like right after. Yep. Um so then we get uh Jurassic Express and Christian uh and AHFO in interview. Um Christian butts his fucking head into Jurassic Express business yet again and says, When you're the champs, everybody is vying for you. You saw it when the family ass is interrupted by Matt Hardy. He says, No one cares about you or the ass boys. The number one ranked team is the best team besides me and my brother. God, I, I want Jeff Hardy in AW so bad. Or at least reunited with his brother. I don't care where it is. Just get Jeff Hardy somewhere. The man can still go. Um, and uh, uh, Jungle Boy just chimes in and, and says... And it looks at, I forget which one of Private Party it was. Um, but he said, this watch is fake, and we'll see you at Rampage. By the way, decent tickets. Like, not decent, but like mid-range mid. Mid tickets. Mid-tickets for the New Jersey show. Mm -hmm. 40 bucks. Oh, wow. Each? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, would you feel comfortable going to a fucking wrestling show right now? I don't know. Probably not. I I know I'll feel comfortable going in April. We. I want everyone to know that we we were supposed to go to a show last weekend. Uh, that that WrestleFest show where John Moxley appeared. Um, and they, and Braun Strowman and Eric Rowan teamed up. Uh, we couldn't go. When we got those tickets as gifts, we couldn't go because we we felt too uncomfortable with COVID. And it, I'd feel really bad if we went to Dynamite in two weeks. Honestly, I know, I know. But we won't. We wouldn't even be able to enjoy the show because we'd be too worried about getting sick. Whatever. <laughs> Thank you, Marie. It was Isaiah, um, that Jungle Boy, that his watch is fake too. Ah. I, I during promos I hardly look at the screen because I'm I'm looking at my notes, taking notes. Um, so then we got a long ass promo with CM Punk and MJF. CM Punk says, "I tried to walk out here like a badass, and you guys make me smile ear to ear. Are you sick of hearing me talk yet?" I'm sick of hearing you talk. That's why I'm here to fight. I got my long boys on. This is dynamite. This is live. You all know who I want to fight. Chant his name. It'll be the first time in history. It wasn't. Because people chanted for MJF at the Long Island show. We were there. We chanted. I chanted for him. Liz didn't. I did. Actually, you might have. You might have chanted for him. At the Long Island show? Yeah, you probably chanted for MJF. Not a chance in hell. No, I did not. I did not want to fucking masses like that. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Didn't you want to chant for him? Or maybe it was at the Ar uh, Arthur Ashe show where you're like, yeah, 
We're both Jewish. Hell yeah. <laughs> Listen, that's different. It's a different sort of solidarity. Also, Miriam said we'd have to go to New Jersey. So we're saving ourselves from two things. That's the other problem. And Atlantic City. I, Atlantic City fucking sucks. So I don't I do anything to avoid going there. Um once once got trapped in the fucking not hurricane, but a huge storm there. Or almost got flooded, got stuck in floodwaters. You're gonna say stolen, but then you said flooded, and I was like, stolen by the yeah. water? Washed away, <laughs> never to be seen again. <laughs> um, Mark isn't actually here, this is just a go. <laughs> First and last time that name will get chanted, I got myself a souvenir, and he reveals a, the Burberry scarf. Uh, it does not look good on me or anybody. I thought for a heartbeat that maybe I could challenge him to a match, see if he wanted it back. Then I used Google and saw for $5 you can get a 12-pack on Amazon. I looked further at the price tag and said made in Long Island, so immediately I knew it wasn't made of strong material. What I need is MJF in the ring. I thought maybe I owed Cleveland one, so what the hell, let's do it tonight. I'm realistic though. If I call him out, he's gonna come out in a cheap suit that doesn't fit him. I've chased him everywhere. It's good to know that CM Punk is also um, appreciative of a well-fitting suit. Um, <laughs> wait, Marie, you spelled my name wrong? Ah, I see, I see. <laughs> uh, where's that ban button? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I've chased him everywhere. I've gone through FTR, Wardlow, Sean Spears. There's nobody left. MJF then comes out, and he's he comes out to you suck chance, and he says, "Oh, I suck Cleveland, so you're saying you don't want to see me wrestle him tonight? So you want me to go backstage, change, and wrestle an impromptu main event? You want to see us wrestle right now? No. Do you think I would waste one of the most historical matchups on Cleveland, Ohio? This place is disgusting. This place is an absolute cesspool. But I'll do you one better." I'll give you the match you want in Chicago. It will be CM Punk versus MJF, but we're not in Chicago. We're in crappy Cleveland. But a ri place rich in historical significance in that man's career. It's a dream match these people have grown impatient to see. These people are frothing at the mouth, or at least they think they want it. While the match is going to be spectacular, it is the outcome that will be upsetting. And then uh, Punk just yells, Do it here, bitch! MJF says, I'll beat you in the mid-mid-midwest in Chicago. After I beat you, you people are going to get to see the real CM Punk. The Punk who loses his fake smile the second he doesn't get what he wants. The CM Punk who, if he feels like he hasn't gotten his just due, he's more than willing to sue. On February 2nd, he'll say, I'm leaving wrestling again. Last time I checked, it was a slap on the face that made him leave in 2005, but that wasn't the truth. Truth is, he left when he, when he was scheduled to make an appearance here in Cleveland in 2014, but he no-showed and turned his back on each and every one of you. And you watching at home, you think he gives a damn you spent the last seven years chanting his name at the top of your lungs? I got news for you, all those chants aren't going to stop him from leaving you. 
Punk says, the best thing I ever did was leave. The best thing I ever did was come back. Those aren't mutually exclusive. If I didn't come back, you wouldn't have your brush with greatness. Go in the back, lace up those boots, and let's settle business. We know you can't. Poor little Maxwell sitting at home, watching from home. Uh, sometimes you gotta take matters into your own hands. I never lie to the people. Some of them love me, some of them hate me. That's what life is. I'd rather be me than be you and talk a big game and never show up. You paid to see me. You paid to stand in line to get my autograph. And how dare you put it on these people? These people don't love me because I win. They don't love me because I lose. They love me because I get up and try and I fight. Just like Cleveland does. Just like Chicago does. MJF says, how about we test that? FTR and Wardlow come out. Spears attacks Punk from behind. And the Pinnacle attack uh, Punk except Wardlow. He's standing by MJF in the corner. Um, and MJF tells Wardlow to powerbomb Punk. And he, Wardlow hesitates but does onto a steel chair. Um, and uh, MJF says, how about you get up now, Punk, you dumb son of a bitch. Punk grabs MJF's scarf. FTR, pull him off of him. And then uh, there's a power, another powerbomb to him. And a powerbomb onto a chair. Um, and then MJF sits cross-legged on Punk. Like uh, like, like a, the pipe bomb. But it's actually what Kenta did. Kenta did that. Yes, and Kenta will be sure to let everybody know that yes, he did Kenta that. Kenta said that CM Punk is a son of a bitch. Oh no, he said he's a piece of shit. CM Punk yes. is a piece of shit. Well... Hmm. He said about, um, he said, don't fucking tease me to MJF. And then he said, CM Punk is a piece of shit. So he's swinging left and right at this point. He is not like, he, no cares in the world. I I need Kenta on AEW so bad. I need him on AEW. He would be so great. A feud with him and Punk. He's been. I know, I want him on again. When I, when I'm actively watching. Mm. Um, but him and Punk. That feud would be incredible. Um, so MJF sits on Punk and he says, It is so apropos that the same place your journey started will be the same place it ended. I'll see you in Chicago. We then jump to a promo from the Acclaimed. Uh, Max says, uh, Moxley, the first time we wrestled, you jumped before the bell and jumped me after the match uh, at the next match. This Friday, Anthony Bowens is going to beat your ass. And so it'll be Anthony Bowens versus Mox at uh, Rampage. Um, Then we get an interview with Griff Garrison and Julia Hart, but immediately Mark Sterling walks in and says, Jade Cargill has personally chosen you to be the next challenger. You'll need to sign a release because of the eye thing. Um, Griff says, maybe that's not a good idea. And then Julia snaps at him and says, I'm my own person. You don't speak for me. Well, good for her. Good for her. I'm loving this new Julia. She's so good. Like, mm-hmm. like, in in just these little details, she's been clearly maturing as her character. She's no longer that cheerleader. She's a person. She's not a character anymore. Yeah. It's not some child. Yeah. Um... But then we get Layla Hirsch versus Red Velvet. 
a, gr a great match. But crowd yes. is not into it. No. Um, oh, I lost my notes. Lost my notes. So Velvet comes in hot. I'm going to pump Nita Layla. Um, we get some uh, cutter over the ropes to Hirsch. Um, Hirsch begins targeting Velvet's shoulder, and then there's a center off the ropes to Hirsch um, and double knees to her back. But Velvet's kind of like aching a little bit. She's in pain. Um, she goes for the Cazadora, but Layla catches her, hits her with a fist to the back. Um, she goes for the gut wrench suplex, but Velvet lands on her feet, spears Hirsch, goes for the final slice, which is countered with a powerbomb and a knee strike. Layla goes for the legit lock, but Velvet gets the ropes instead. There's a kick to the head of Velvet. Velvet wants the final slice one more time, um, but Hirsch grabs Velvet's trunks to roll her up and win the match. And then Chris Settlerner came out, and I said, oh my god, I've never been gay. Do you want to sing crazy? Ignoring that last statement. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> Um, today is the eight year anniversary of Punk's last WWE appearance. And then, uh, yeah, it, it's like, like, yeah, they talked about it, but it's wild that here in Cleveland for the eight year anniversary of Punk's last appearance and then not showing up in Cleveland. Do you think that's why Beach Break was in Cleveland? Probably. Because we didn't get Wardlow turning. We didn't get Johnny Gargano. <laughs> Was this it? They might have called Johnny. We don't know. They, they, they might have wanted to have Johnny come on, but Johnny's like, nah, no. Gotta take care of the wife and soon baby. Podmay's already there, Mark. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, I'm... That's petty. <laughs> Anyways, go on. Um, so after that match, we had a promo from Malachi Black. He says, "The house of Black is made of The house of Black is made of violence. We came, then we, sorry, gave them the embodiment of conflict and violence in Brody King. You will hold him in your arms and whisper in his ears that you are thankful for him." And then Brody King walks in his pack i can't do a good brody king impression nobody can his voice is incredible pack you denounce the house and for that you will be humbled you will pray for salvation and when that moment comes you will look to the teachings that the house bestows on you and say thank you malachi says we are inevitable thank you marie marie said i'm so earnest <laughs> Um, and then Sammy and Fuego come out with their fucking cue cards. I, I, I'm starting to realize the point of the cue cards. It's so that Sammy can deliver a promo while they do, um, uh, while they run ads. So they don't need to take a break from it, uh, from, from the ads or take away from anyone's segments or anything. At least. So I'm figuring it is. Like, you're right, but I just don't pay attention oh, I don't to them. I have, there was only, like, one day I actually read the cue cards. Um, 
So then we get Britt, ba Britt Baker in the ring with Tony. This was a weak promo, to be honest. This was more of that, more of that, oh, your sports team sucks bullshit. Which, bold of some, I mean, listen, my family comes from Pittsburgh. We're all Steelers fans. We really are. I'm not out here supporting Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> that's that's a that's a bridge too far for Elizabeth. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. But anyways. Um. So she says it's been a while since we've had a chat. It's been a while since I've on, been on the mic in general. Just because I'm in a stranger to the mic doesn't mean it's not acclimated to me or acclimated with me. Every time CM Punk and MJF had this, they couldn't keep th my name out of their mouths. Um, and she starts going through her awards that she's won. Um, <laughs> Miriam said, I was so convinced this promo would be what, what, what got Johnny Gargano out there to defend Baker Mayfield. Mayfeld. <laughs> Honestly, I... The, the more t shit she talked about Chicago's team... Or not Chicago, Cleveland's team. What am I fucking talking about? Um, the more she, she, she talked about Cleveland's team, the more I was like, no, Johnny's got to come out of here. Mm -hmm. Like, this has to be it. Yeah. Um, then she says, I told you 2021 was going to be the era of the DMD, and damn, was I right. Since the night that I won the title, I have nine singles victories in AEW. You and I share a relationship with that number. Against the Steelers, um, uh, Baker... Lost nine times to Ben Roethlisberger. Um, let's talk about the Baker that wins shit. I created the top spot. I surpassed the entire roster and became the face of AEW. I've been making history since the day I became, as I came here. Um, excuse me. The first female to main event Dynamite, Rampage, and more. I stand here voted by you, female wrestler of the year in Cleveland. We're writing history together. But Cleveland, I'm here for you. I'm not going to settle as female wrestler of the year. Um, I won't settle until um, I'm female of the decade. I'm not going away, baby. I will be the champion you deserve. You finally have a doctor, have, have a baker you can count on. Yours truly, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. They got to start giving Britt some better material for these promos. They've got to start giving Britt a fucking yeah. feud. My God. Yeah. It's the Riho pathetic. The one was very, very weak. The Chris Statlander one was even weaker. Which, that should yeah. not have been weak. The Riho one shouldn't yeah. have been weak. No, no, no. Have her feud... Uh, what, are, what are the fucking... Let me see the rankings right now. All elites. Let's see. What are the rankings... Um, as of today, who's at the top? Red Velvet. Not Red Velvet anymore. Layla Hirsch is at the top. She's number one. So, um, Julia Hart is going after Jade Cargill, so it'll probably be Layla Hirsch and Britt Baker. Maybe we'll, we'll probably get a challenge next week. I have a feeling. Or fingers crossed. But right now the top five 
hasn't been updated for today, but it's Red Velvet, who was overtaken by Layla Hirsch, and then Serena Deeb, Thunder Rosa, and Anna Jay. Serena Deeb still has Hikaru Shida to worry about, so it's not going to be her. Thunder Rosa, she's all over the place, but I, I think she, she needs more wins before she moves to, against Britt. Um, unfortunately, I don't see a good story coming out of uh, Britt and Layla. I don't think they'll give one, or at least give a, an in-depth one there. Plus, mm -hmm. it seems like Layla's turned heel. I don't know. Maybe they'll right. turn Brit face. I have no clue. Um, but yeah. I don't know. So, um, after that, Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero came out, and this was this was dumb. Um, commentary was even railing into this. Uh, Nyla said, "I should be the TBS champion." Because of Ruby Soho, she had a fluke victory. I'm going to prove it next week. I want Ruby Soho. And the next guy was like, maybe you should talk to your manager about that. <laughs> no, that was JR. Oh, JR, JR said, said that. that. Yes. And I was like, both of these women could break you, bud. <laughs> Bold words. But also, he's kind of right. Why, why is she... Oh no! Yes, he is. He has no. He's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, as we saw in in the main event, Tony Khan sitting right there. <laughs> Do you think Tony's just in there like? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're fucking saying. And during the promos, he just takes his headphones off. He's like, "Just kidding. We know that doesn't happen because we watched the weigh-in." Yeah. All right. So then we have our main event: Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy unsanctioned lights out match and this was so fun this was so great not the best but it was great Alrighty, yeah no not my favorite match not my favorite match in the world by any stretch of the imagination but i'll talk about it because i am supposed to yeah and i'm con con contractually yeah. obligated yep so uh, they're brawling. They start brawling. They start by brawling. Baby. Um, we get a shotgun dropkick to Cole ringside. Cassidy is then sent into the barricade. And then Cole goes to grab a chair, I believe. And somebody's attached to that chair. And my brain first said, Darby Allen, what the fuck? And then I said, oh my god, Dan Housen, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that to you. <laughs> um, because there's Dan Housen in all his glory. Does like just some weird like gesture he, he does this, makes he, a strange noise and then thing yeah yeah he did like his little fucking thing made a weird fucking noise and then fuck <laughs> off and he's, he's walking away he's just waving casually he high-fived some people <laughs> that was that was the best way to debut him that was perfect it really was and, and now you've got um, the ass he, boys quaking in their boots <laughs> he um he said that um adam cole is too powerful so he has to absorb some of his yeah which i love <laughs> somebody um, asked how long he's been under that ring sir Penico tweeted january 1st 2019 <laughs> he lives there <laughs> but it is a great question because 
honestly, how else did he, like, he must have been under there. So then I like to imagine when Sammy went to go grab the ladder from under the ring, there was a Dan Hazard just chilling. Was, was just vibing out. The ladder was coming. I was like, ah, God. <laughs> ladder. <laughs> um... So Cole goes for the Panama sunrise, but Cassie p- counters. He's kind of going for the beach break. He doesn't really get it. Instead, he um, power bombs Cole into a table or sort of power bombs him. It was basically a power bomb. Um, drops him. We get a failed orange punch right into I, the bell. I just rewatched the clip of Dan Housen coming out. I didn't realize that he did like his hands, but he did the orange Cassidy thumbs up. Yeah, he gave a little thumbs up, and I was like, "Yeah, it was cute." Because like you watch, like the camera moves as he's like doing this, and then you see, I was like, "Oh, bud." Um, Which, to be fair, both Cole and Cassidy were fucking like. (laughs) Um. So, yeah, uh, Orange Cassidy goes for the orange punch right into the uh, the bell. Um, Cole then kicks the sta- uh, a set of stairs into Cassidy's hand. We get a brain buster to Orange and then a scoop slam to Cole onto some chairs. Um, Brandon Butler comes out and attacks uh, or goes to Brandon attack Butler. Cassidy. <laughs> I think I did, but I meant Cutler. Are you Kyle? Fuck. Is is that where Kyle went? Are you him? <laughs> I wrote Butler in my notes. What Landon the fuck? Butler. <laughs> Kyle, welcome to the show. Sorry. <laughs> um. So Cutler comes out. Yuta attacks him. Bobby attacks Yuta. Chucky T comes out. Attacks Bobby. Young Bucks come out. They in the ring. Um, they go for the super kick with Adam, but instead Rapongi Vice come out. Orange gets the beach break, then an orange punch, but Cassidy can't cover because he's in super duper pain. Cole goes for the low blow, which he's just so well known for. But Cassidy has a cup, and it's either a steel cup or a cup no, with thumbtacks on it. it. I wasn't sure. It looked like thumbtacks. Uh, it might have. That's just I me. don't know, but Excalibur um, uh, said steel cup. So then Orange hits the Panama Sunrise onto Cole, which kind of I thought that was going to be the end, but then I realized there were six more minutes. Um, Then Cole fucks off, and we go into the tunnel. We go backstage. Cole uses Jerry Lynn as a barrier, but Orange Cassidy gets past him, hits him with the Fireman's Carry takeover into the table. Uh, There's a super kick to Cole, but Cole is about to get... um, there's There's a super kick to Cole. Cole's about to get punched in the face, but he hits Orange with a light instead blocking the orange punch then cole goes up top uh, a truss and then if you will fucking um internet went out on our fire stick so i had scrambled to pull it up on my laptop okay tails old time yeah um cole goes up top though goes up top this like truss orange cassie goes up top too hits him with a big old hug and then Cole is brought down by Cassidy through what looks like a table ringside or ramp side rather um, for Orange Cassidy to win the match. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And that's all. That's all she wrote. Um, 
And Sean Rossap tweeted that uh, everyone that was in crazy spots today is just fine. Wow, incredible. That's good to hear. All right, let's get into our best of the night. If you have a question for us, please leave it in the chat and we'll get to it. It can be a question about wrestling. It can be a question about Pepito's favorite food. In general. Um, we like to talk. If you couldn't tell, we made a podcast. But we love to talk with you. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment. And we'll get to it in the next episode. Uh, and if you're listening on Spotify, join us at the live show, twitch.tv forward slash the pin fall podcast. I'll pull up my laptop. For my YouTube question. But anyway. Uh, you want to talk about the best of the night? Yeah, sure. So, promo of the night. I don't think it's any question for me. It's Punk and Max. Sure. For me personally. Only because I don't know any other promo. I mean, there was... I don't... I can't... There's Lance and Adam Page. I'm not. I'm not giving it to that over Punk and MJF. That that I I love that promo too much. And do I feel like sitting here and arguing with? Just just think, remember back, when when Punk was talking about MJF as a child paying to go see him in line. MJF, like he lost all cockiness. He lost his bravado. He lost the the promo this is the first time we've seen that man lose a promo i think that's that's huge story progression fine all right so let's talk about wrestler of the night now oh man there's so much there's, there's so so many good ones um huh all right, I'm going to give you three. Three choices. Cody Rhodes, Sammy Guevara, or Orange Cassidy? It, it's undeniable that both guys in that first match both did a great job. And Sammy put his body through so I mean, landing on the fucking ladder. And ha- the, the tremendous balance he had standing at the top of that massive ladder. I, I respect that balance so much. Like, that, that is incredible. I'd be shaking. You can respect him, but I'm going to sit here. <laughs> so, have you picked anyone? Yeah, my answer is Orange Cassidy. Cassidy. Because I have morals. I'm of a I, I'm cut from a strong or what is it? I'm of a strong moral fiber or whatever. I don't fucking know. I just don't like Cody or Sammy. Why don't you like Cody? <laughs> I don't have the time of day for that. It's the best damn wrestler in the world. <laughs> Oh god. It's yeah, so good he sure. got kicked out of Bullet Club. Isn't that what we all aspire Only to be? Good wrestlers get kicked out of Bullet Club. Look at Kenny and Carl Anderson. 
They didn't really know that they were kicked out, though, did they? Because, like, Jay came and they were like... Yeah. And Jay was like, who the fuck? <laughs> no. Um... Dude, yeah, what's really up? Going with Orange Cassidy. I'll let you decide this night. I'll let you take it over. As the as Carrie Underwood once said, Jesus take the wheel. Talking from a purely wrestling standpoint and just a performance standpoint, not talking about them as a person or outside of this match at all. I'm going with Sammy. I'm going with my Little Matt Jackson earring. That's my match of the night. Match of the night? Because it matches me. I we're talking about wrestler of the night. Oh, shit. Shit. Oh, the the joke failed. You failed. Oh. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. I'm just I'm going to sign off. Well, we got to talk about match of the night. Um, so. I know where this is going. So, as always, we go from the worst to the best. Uh, then we'll talk about which matches are best of the night. Starting with the worst match of the night, with a 4 out of 10, Wardlow versus Elijah D and James Alexander. It was a squash match. Yeah. Uh, next up, yeah. 5 out of 10, Layla Hirsch versus Red Velvet. It's a shame the crowd wasn't into this. It's a shame that this whole division hasn't been getting that much of a spotlight. And they've got some of the best talent in the world in the women's division. Um... Next up, with a 6 out of 10, Inner Circle versus 2.0, Daniel Garcia. Uh, next, 7 out of 10, Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy. And finally, whopping 9 out of 10. Third match to have a 9 out of 10 this year. Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara. This match was incredible. This match was so good. It was so good. I have it up in the rankings with Braun Breaker versus Tommaso Ciampa and Del Desperado versus Hiromu, Ta Hiromu Takahashi. So I agree with one, but okay. You didn't like Braun versus... Uh, you didn't like that Braun won. I also can't say that I really watched it in ah. full. Uh, well... Do you agree with Cody and Sammy? You I think that you're a really you swell can't fella honestly say you've that. ever seen a cutter from one ladder to another, or a suplex that high, or even a crossroads off of a ladder. I have not seen those things before. No. <laughs> if we're going to base this sheerly on innovation then yeah you're right there there were a lot of things in this match that i have not seen before and therefore yep so what do you think is better yeah. <laughs> you're talking so much shit i can't back it up If nobody had won that match, if somehow neither man had won, I would have been much happier with the um, match itself. Arn Anderson won. Dude, we totally forgot to talk about this. Arn Anderson straight up standing there against the fucking... <laughs> against the fucking ring, just like... That was me. 
That was my match of the night. Just Arn <laughs> and his thoughts. Oh, God. So is that our match of the night? Have you, uh, do you, what I do think, you think? I, I mean, yes, I think it is because I rated it the highest. That's okay. objectively. Then numerically, numerically, it is one of our, it is our best match of the night. Objectively, subjectively. Numerically. All right, so you to run it back, our promo of the night: MGF and Cody Rhodes. Wrestler of the night: Sammy Guevara. Match of the night: Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara. All right. You want to answer some questions? I'll answer a question. Right. I don't think there's any on YouTube. Yeah. Is there one? Is that one on YouTube? No. Okay. All right. Uh, Miriam has a couple questions for us. She asked, first of all, how is Pepita doing? How is she doing? So, Pepita's doing great, actually. Because Pepita, besides the fact that she has to get blood work done in next week, She's not happy about that, but that doesn't matter. Um, Pepita, first of all, has discovered the joy of pom-poms. She loves pom-poms, and she plays with her pom-pom all the time. She loses her pom-pom all the time, which is why we have a bag of, like, five of them. Um, so she's in heaven with those, and they got catnip all over them. But also, Pepita was reunited with her friend today, Mr. Squirrel, her little toy that she lost eons ago. Mark and I were trying to figure out where the last ornament was and mr squirrel was in the back behind one of our end tables so she got him back and she was psyched out of her mind she was so happy and i was so happy for her like it, like it, she you should have seen her like she had it she tossed it up on the coffee table she tossed it into like our tv stand she was just throwing it ever oh my god i've never seen this cat happier so he's great yeah um so, I, I'm seeing a tweet right now. It says, that's four minutes ago. Apparently, Cody Rhodes confirmed um, Sean Ross Sapp's report about his free agency, saying he's just working on handshake deals now. So, maybe Cody Rhodes at the Royal no. Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not it's gonna not, happen. Not at all. <laughs> if that happens, Mark, I will. I will buy you the <laughs> nicest dinner you've ever had. I mean, I, mostly because then I'll get a really nice dinner I too. I'm sure. Love nothing more than to see Cody Rhodes show up at the Rumble. It'd be fucking hilarious. Uh, but it won't happen in a million years. I mean, he might show up at like like no, Ring of Honor or, or something, um, but I doubt like WWE ever until until Triple H takes over. Cody ain't showing up. Moxley no. ain't showing up. No. Um. So Miriam also asked, "What is your dream scenario for Danhausen's time in AEW?" Why don't you go first? God, I don't even know. I think I, I think we definitely need an ass boys interaction at the very least. I think that's important. Um But as far as wrestling goes, 
I'm trying to think who matches his style. Him versus Brody King. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, I feel like there's like a mutual respect. <laughs> at the very least. Um. God, who do you think? Well, I, I, I think, first of all, Danhausen should, should not join a, a faction at all. No, he should be his own, his own, person, own person. Appear on commentary every once in a while. Uh, but he should feud with MJF. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, <laughs> or versus Cody, yeah. That'd be, or Corey is what he calls him. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, let's see. There is a part of me that's like, I would love to see him wrestle like somebody who's like super serious like maybe like andrade or something just because like i want to see somebody who's like takes everything very seriously just be like what the fuck is this guy oh, doing we have him wrestle kenny he is kenny's return match or return feud why can you give me a reason kenny that? can pull off classic matches as we all know but he's also an amazing comedy uh, character like he could he could easily pull something out of a hat with with Danhausen. um we could get such a great story with with the two of them oh my god just kenny getting so fucking annoyed at everything Danhausen does <laughs> i want him to at least be like ringside for like an ethan page match. oh yeah oh yeah he just i would appears love that really anywhere ethan page goes I really hope that we get him on commentary at least a couple times, like he every just, so often. He just walks in. Um, yeah, just like sort of how like Ricky's like on commentary. Just because, isn't that just the mm. most fun? Listening to Danhausen. Yeah, Danhausen versus Smart Mark. <laughs> That'd be so good. We Danhausen versus Jose. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That would be fun. Oh god, that'd be so good. Um, just have him fight every manager. <laughs> he doesn't realize that they're just managers, and he's like, I don't know. He gets to Vicky Guerrero. If that's what you want. <laughs> god, that's that's the first mixed match that we yeah. actually get. He sh he should be the one to take Christian out of Jurassic Express. Wait, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, but also a Danhausen Matt Hardy feud would be so fun. That'd be funny. Because Matt Hardy can also do the, I think, the um, stuff too. I hate to say this because I don't like the acclaimed very much. But Danhausen and Anthony Bowens actually be a really yeah, fun match. If they, if they have like just the match would be good. I don't want to see Danhausen and like Max Caster because that that rap would be so annoying. He's, yeah. he's Caster is good when he's up against like serious people because he can break serious people, like like have them laugh or something, but he's he's not good with like 
Like, he wouldn't be good against MJF. 100%. No. Um, no. But yeah. If we get uh, Anthony Bowens have in a singles run, then yeah. Him and uh, Dan Housen would be cool. Um, yeah. God, I don't even know. I, I really... Part of me is more excited for like what we're going to see as far as like promos and like backstage stuff is going to go. What about Danhausen versus the entirety of Red Dragon? Kyle trying to mess up his name but can't think of anything to call him. <laughs> that would I, be fun. I Cole getting so pissed off at Danhausen. <laughs> yeah. They gotta get Dak Draper in too. There's a lot of people that they need to like go after, but I don't know if we'll oh, see them wait, just I, anytime I'm, soon. I'm mixing up. Dak Draper was with Dalton Castle. Never mind. Oh yeah. Um, who are you thinking? I don't of? think Dan Housen ever had anyone like on his on his side. Oh shit, my left. Um, I think it would also be fun for the. Adam Cole aspect just because of like the Ring of Honor background. But I do really hope that like if anybody's gonna get it, I would love for Dan Housen to have like a similar thing like Hangman has uh-huh. with the the lower oh, yeah. thirds. I would love that. I think that'd be super fun. Um he's gotta be the first one to have a consistent talk show on AEW. He's gotta be yeah. that'd be perfect. Like have his first guest be like Lance Archer. <laughs> or Miro. Wait, no, Dan Hudson's first feud should be Miro. <laughs> I mean Miro is just waiting for like a fight at Miro this point. Miro tries to so... like punish him and like inv- in- like inflict God's wrath upon him and he's just <laughs> too slimy. <laughs> He's like, not like in the literal sense. (laughs) (laughs) He just keeps coming back. No matter how many times Miro beats him, he just keeps coming back. (laughs) I'd love that. There's so many good opportunities for Dan House. I'm so happy that he's here. Tony did a good job. I'll give him that. It helps that Dan House is already like set up um feuds with people and yeah. storylines and stuff. He already has relationships. Step one is the ass boys though. Step one has to be the ass boys. In some capacity. I don't care what capacity, it's gotta be the yeah. ass boys. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Danhausen and Billy Gunn versus Austin and Colton. <laughs> Perfect. Bingo. That would be so good. And, That's what and we Billy's need. like, guys, you just got to lighten up about the ass boys thing. Us teaming against you is going to be a good way for you guys to build up your momentum as a tag team and really test your skkills. And uh, Dan Housen's like, yeah, that's what we're doing this for. <laughs> God, that would be sick. I would fucking love that. All right. That's all the questions oh. we have. Liz, would you like to close out the show? If you join us tonight, thank you so much. And if you join us in the future, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Happy 
Valentine's Day. Don't have a Valentine? It'll be your Valentine. Or I don't me. know. Pucker up. Or Mark. You get to choose. Um, but I'll, like, give you, like, a little forehead kiss. Who's to say? Um, <laughs> if you enjoyed this show, tune in tomorrow for our Impact Post Show, where we will be talking about, you guessed it, Impact. There's Blake Christian versus Laredo Kid, and there's uh, J- J- Jake something versus Chris Bay. And I don't know the rest of it, but I hope that's how we get the entry from. I hope that's how we get a uh, God and uh, what's what's his face, Jay White, that yeah. guy. Yeah. Over my head. Thank you all for watching. Hope Space. you all enjoyed. Follow and subscribe. Uh, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Spotify, Pinfall Podcast, and all that stuff. Um, I'm at the Mark Cameron. Liz is at Eli's at Elink23. Please join us uh, for Impact post show tomorrow. Uh, Saturday, we'll be doing our Royal Rumble post show. Uh, our predictions will be going out tomorrow for the Royal Rumble. And we will be doing Pepita Predicts this week before the Rumble. Um, she won't be predicting the Rumble matches because we'd have no feasible way of doing that um but thank you all so a lot of treats thank you all so much for watching we'll see you tomorrow night for impact have a great rest of your night we'll see you all tomorrow